Welcome to At the Table, a play reading series, brought to you by Charging Moose Media. This week, we are sitting down with the playwright of Mummy and Me, Randy Hunt. Be sure to listen to this fantastic play and our interview with cast members Nick Ryan and Todd Buonapane on previous episodes. Enjoy! Good afternoon from a uh, baking hot New York City. Sweltering hot New York. Just egg frying. I I guess you can fry eggs anytime. You're supposed to specify that it's on a sidewalk, right? Like that's Yes, you can fry eggs constantly, but currently you can do it on pavement. Yeah, uh, uh, that's where we are. That's what New York feels like. So we're very happy to be here with you, um, distracting ourselves from that. Uh, I'm Rachel Flynn. Hey, I'm Ned Donovan. And we are at the table, a play reading podcast. That might be the name of it. Is it not that? It's it's not a a podcast of plays reading. Podcast reading is not in our title. At at the table podcasts. Do you like those podcasts? Is that the name of? That's it? the one. That's okay. it. On great, the great, 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 money. Great, great. We've only been doing this for three and a half years. The problem is we joke about it every time to such a degree that I actually never remember the real one. But we are here today with playwright Randy Hunt who wrote this month's, this month's, this three, three weeks. I don't know anything. Ned, tell them about our podcast. Tell them. This, I have this to go month fry you've egg. listened. <laughs> this month you've listened to two plays. Uh, and one of them is Mummy and Me by Randy Hunt. How's it going, Randy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? You just heard us have a disaster. I was going to say, are you feeling bathed in comfort that we know what we're doing? Oh, sure, sure. I, I was going to cook up some sausage, so if you can take care of the oh! eggs, I think we'll be, hey! we'll be all set. Hey! Breakfast perfect. for dinner. Perfect, perfect. Rachel and I have both been working on sourdough starters, so we can even have some toast to go with. Excellent. Yes. We are so glad to have you here today. We loved getting to read through Mommy and Me with actors Nick Ryan and Todd Buonapane. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that play in a little bit. But before we do that... Uh, do you want to tell everybody who's listening who you are and where you are and, and a little about yourself? Sure. So uh, my name is Randy Hunt, uh, and I am a playwright, actor, directed a couple times, improv person, poet, uh, and I also officiate roller derby on roller skates. Yes, that was absolutely the next awesome. thing you were going to say, for awesome. sure. <laughs> what a great end to the hyphenates. The quintessential quintuple threat. We're going to come back to that. Sure are. <laughs> because, ooh, I want to know more. Where where are you calling in from? I am in Westbrook, Maine. I'm about 10 minutes outside of Portland. Hey, and uh, I have only been here for about four years. I moved from the Bangor area down here. Uh, and uh, I love it here. There's a lot of theater to be done here. And... Uh, that's a good thing when you're somebody like me. Yeah, absolutely. For our listeners at home, I, I am originally from the great state of Maine, and I can confirm the theater in the southern Maine area is a wonderful community to enjoy. And if you're a listener from that area, hello. I'd like to talk more about theater and roller derby and you, but first I would like to take <laughs> a quick break and talk about the fact that I've been to Portland one time and I ate so much good food that I still have dreams about it. <laughs> it's pretty much it's pretty much rated uh, like the number one food place in the world. So, what is the must stop in place for you in oh, Portland when friends come from gosh. out of town? Um. Well. Uh. Oh my gosh. Um. 
Sillies used to be my favorite, but they closed, and it's they so did sad. Close. <laughs> you said the name, and Ned shook his head sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Duck Fat's always one of those places that everybody goes oh, to. Um, it's so good. If you want uh, desserts for dinner, uh, I always or want, want that. Or if you want just dessert after dinner, but I would just save Roman, just go straight dessert. Yeah, gross confection. They're so good. So good. So you moved there uh, about four years ago. Was it a job shift? Were you aiming to uh, jump into the theater down there or? Yeah. So I spent, uh, I'm 48 years old. So I spent the first uh, 44 years of my life in the Bangor area, never thinking that I would ever leave. Uh, I loved it there. And uh, my job uh, shifted. Uh, I either had, you know, kind of the opportunity to, to move to Portland and keep my job, which I love. I've been with the company now. I've been there um, almost 24 years. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, or I could stay in Bangor and try to find something else. Um, So uh, it was a tough decision. Um, But when I, once I made up my mind to do it, it ended up being the best decision I've ever made. Uh, What a wonderful thing. I, I only started doing theater uh, in 2011, very late 2011. So I've only been doing theater for about, you know, eight years. And uh, but I've done a lot of theater in eight years. That'll I, do it. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I decide I want to do something, I just I go for it. And I've done in eight years over 20 fully stage productions and a whole bunch of smaller projects. So uh yeah, and then cool. at some point along the way, I decided maybe I can write something. Yeah. What was that process like? Was it just like, wait, I'm, I I have stuff to say, or were you um, <laughs> jumping in? I'm always curious about the process of jumping from performer to uh, to some other part of the process. Yeah, so uh, my old theater company up in Bangor, 10 Bucks Theater. Shout out to 10 Bucks Theater. Shout, Shout out, out to 10, 10 Bucks. Bucks. We will have the uh, information on 10 Bucks up on our website. Love them. Uh, it was even president of the company for a little bit. So Ten Bucks Theater uh, was holding their annual 24-hour playwriting festival. Uh, and I helped organize that for a number of years before I moved. And the first year, I think I acted. And then the second year, I said, maybe I'll try writing. So I just put my name and I said, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll act, direct, or write, whatever you want. And... Uh, my name got pulled to to write. And so I went home scared to death that I had to write a script overnight and have it ready for actors at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and uh, I wrote a play called I Spy, which I think is one of the ones that I sent you folks. I don't know if you had a chance to read that one. We did. Uh, but that was my first play. Uh, Amazing. It was, <laughs> it was a fun little piece about a couple of guys uh, uh, stuck in a bomb shelter um, they were going to camp out for the night and the, the door closed behind them. Uh, and we had no way to get out. We specifically couldn't pick it because of my um, claustrophobia. We oh. were like, literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that one character, he's he's got the claustrophobia problem there. Sure. Resonant. We, we, were, we were reading it. And I texted <laughs> Rachel and I was like, we have to pass on this one. But he wrote a different play we love. <laughs> I was like, oh, and to be clear, we love that one. It just gave me too much panic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. So that was uh, my first piece. It was super well received. Uh, and I was like, oh, you know, that was fun. And then I just I didn't think much about it for a while. Uh, and then a couple years later, you know, I, I think I directed the next year and then my name got 
pulled to, to write again. Uh, and so I wrote a piece uh, called Lounging, which is <laughs> one of my favorites. It's uh, a bunch of, uh, it's four uh, teachers in a uh, teacher's lounge uh, commiserating over how bad their students are. Uh, and there's, you know, it's the, the running joke is that somebody has cooked fish in the microwave and that's just, you don't do that in the workplace. You don't cook fish in the microwave because it smells. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's a great punchline that ends the whole thing, which I'm not going to tell you because I'm going to, nope. your readers are going to track this down at some Everyone point. Everyone go read it. the play. Go read the play. Uh, well, I got to find it and put it somewhere. But anyway, maybe I'll go put it on, on uh, New Play Exchange or something. New Play yeah, Exchange. New play, shout Great out New work. Play Exchange. Shout out New Play Exchange. Uh, so, yeah, so I wrote that. And then fast forward a couple of years when I moved to Portland uh, and I was frantically searching for some theater to do. Uh, and I came across this thing called Crowbait Club. And I was like, what is this? Essentially, uh, if I can explain it really quick, they give you a topic each month for the following month. And then we meet uh, on, well, we now meet on the first Sunday of the month. Uh, right now we're not meeting in person because of, you know, things. Sure. Uh, up to 10, well, 10 plays are drawn randomly out of the people that bring plays to be read. And uh, the playwright will select however many people they need to read their piece. So there's actors in the audience, there's writers in the audience, and there's people in the audience that are there just to watch. Yeah. And uh, they meet with the playwright for two minutes and then they cold perform the play. Fun. Yeah, it's super fun. And then so they the audience votes for a favorite on the f first half, which is five plays. They vote on their favorite in the second half, which is five more plays. And then there's a runoff vote between the two, between each half. And then that determines the winner for the evening. Oh, so it's a poetry slam, but for short plays. K kind of. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, I had three plays that won uh, over the last couple of years, uh, and this was actually one of them, uh, Mommy and Me. Gotcha. So uh, this was performed uh, in front of a whole bunch of audiences last fall, and it was really, really fun to see. Amazing. And so that's where this one came out of. How long was that process then of um, sitting down with this one? Mommy and Me came out of... Um, Another 24-hour festival that I did uh, down here uh, that I ran. Uh, so I wrote that overnight uh, again. Um, I had a young man on my team. Uh, unfortunately, due to the way life goes, uh, we had people drop out of, at the last minute for our 24-hour uh, festival, and I ended up with only one person on my team. And I didn't want to make this poor kid do a monologue uh, and nor did I want to write a monologue. Right, sure. So I wrote myself uh, into this, and I, I was so frustrated because I could not think of anything to write. One of the things that came up during our improv was like, he's like, hey, why don't we write something about a mummy? And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'll add that to the list. <laughs> uh, and then I got home, and I just, I know I probably went two hours just trying. I started writing, and I couldn't. I stopped and it just nothing felt right. Mm -hmm. And I went back and I said, okay, I'm going to attack this from the mummy angle and see what I can do. Wrote the title first uh, and then just started typing. Heck yeah. The, th the thing about my plays, at least my short plays, uh, they all um, are written all at once 
and I very rarely go back and edit. You and Paula Vogel. <laughs> <laughs> you and Paula yeah, Vogel. Yeah, so what, so what you experienced listening to this play uh, was essentially how I, I wrote it that night. Where does that come from? Is that a catharsis process or is that about once it's done, you feel done with that piece and it's more about the playing with it? Um, or is it just that that's sort of where, how it's been so far? I think it's just how it's been. Um, and honestly, I, I generally won't say that I'm done until I feel good with the piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I felt good with it, so I never went back and yeah, really you were did set. anything with it. Yeah. Well, it's a delight. It's a, such a happy piece to see these two clashing personalities, and it, that it has very little to do with one of them being a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is is a real joy part of this two-hander. Yeah. Me, is that you expect yeah, this yeah. to be about fear or panic or psychosis or what? And instead, it's um, it's a workplace comedy right. it is it's, a, it's an office comedy for sure yeah which is delightful it's just well, full of you. joy and i think that there's um a real uh place right now in the middle of world events for joy pieces um are there uh plays or tv shows or movies or video games are there any pieces of art um that you're seeking out as joy pieces during this pandemic um to consume no uh oh, interesting not really uh, I, I just <laughs> try to go day by day. Yeah, uh, sure, sure, and, sure. uh, you know, sometimes it's picking something random on Netflix or playing video games or whatever. Uh, and sometimes it's writing. So, uh, for example, I have been, I have actually completed my first full length play, uh, which, uh, has kept me busy, uh, in revisions and edits. Cause I do have to edit this one. The I long pieces. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't quite want and done that. Sure. Um, so uh, I've been I've been working very feverishly to try to get you know a, a couple more rounds of revisions done to that, and I actually have a, a group reading it uh, in a couple of days. So hey, exciting! Congratulations! That's very exciting. Thanks. What video they've, games they've you read it, They've read it once, and now they're going to read it after two revisions have made, been made. Oh, cool! It, so. so you've gotten to hear it before. Yeah. I'm sorry. I jumped straight to what video games are you playing? And you were still talking about your play, which is more important about this podcast. I just love video games. <laughs> we so talk much. about food and video games a lot. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I played. I play a lot of uh, Dead by Daylight, All which right. is probably the scariest game. Well, I wouldn't say the scariest, but the first few weeks you play it, you're you're paranoid that something's going to jump out. Yeah, at sleep you. is a problem. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the last couple months, I've been playing State of Decay 2, which has been really enjoyable. So you're really not seeking out joy pieces. Okay, I hear No, this. no, <laughs> yeah, no. C- kind of the opposite, I guess. Sure, 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 sure. Um, amazing. Very, very cool. Are those, I don't know what platform those are. Is that Xbox? I am on Xbox, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're a multi-faith household, and uh, as, is Ned, <laughs> as is Ned, I believe. I, yeah. I, I have all the faiths in my household. You do have all the faiths. Uh Randy, I, I have a question. In terms of, like, when you're writing a piece, uh, whether it's for a 24-hour or not, I mean, obviously, we only know your short plays because of our current system, but is your process always the same? Do you sit down and say, like, all right, we're kicking off, I'm going to do this, and I know that'll lead me to an idea? Or do you always cut? How do you find your way to the pieces you write? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so when I'm doing the 24-hour stuff, uh, one of the things that we do is we do some improv exercises with our team to get to know, um, you know, what their abilities are, maybe some hidden talents, uh, and that can really uh, 
for a writer, that can be something you can key in on and uh, make use of. Um, it also you can see you know, sometimes you can see what what they can't do, um, so that helps also. Uh, but usually I get a, a topic um, like with Crobate, I'm always getting a topic uh, a month ahead of time, and I just try to think of something that's unique-ish. I mean, they say that every story's been written already. You know, there's no unique plots at this point in time, but uh, you know, I I just try to to write something that I think people will enjoy. I I particularly like writing things that make people feel good at the end. Uh, and I think this is, you know, I think Mummy and Me uh, hits the nail on the head there. And I've written a couple of the pieces like that too. But I've also written some pretty absurd stuff. <laughs> I like that the the pieces you're writing are comedies and absurdity and the art you're seeking out during the pandemic is um, horrifying. That's what you're... <laughs> <laughs> It's a juxtaposition I find very interesting. That, that is it. That is it. You got it. Uh, so uh, we have a couple of things that we're going to go through that become a bit of a at-the-table lightning round. And the first one is going to feel slightly redundant because we went into such a food tangent uh, at the beginning of this. But we do have an at-the-table um, tradition here, which is to ask only one question over and over again of all of our guests. Um, the question before the quarantine was, what is your favorite snack? Post-quarantine, the question has morphed slightly and is now essentially some version of what is the snack or food or meal that's getting you through um, this this wild time? Oh, those are great questions. Uh, snacks. Let's see. I eat a lot of them. Um, this great. should Welcome. not be this should not be a problem. <laughs> um, I think my favorite current snack, which I just discovered like a month ago, you know those sugar wafer cookies. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much just pure sugar. Yeah, yes. some key lime ones, and they're <gasps> delightful. Oh, yeah, that's so exciting! My yeah. absolute favorite flavor. Track oh, those hundred percent. As far as what's uh, getting me through the the pandemic, food wise, um, <laughs> pizza a few times. Yep. Nothing, nothing too exciting there. That's all right. No, pizza's always exciting. I'm always excited by pizza. You, you can ask Ned. You, you, you can't go wrong. Yeah, you can't. And you, you, I'm sure you're not. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy, before we, we go, do you have anything else you, uh, you're working on? I know we, we, do, we avoid the what's next, but is there anything besides Mummy and Me and Crowbait Club and all the other 8 million things you told us you're working on <laughs> that potentially you want to plug here? Yeah, so um, I have been working on a project. I mentioned it a little bit earlier in our interview. Um, I have written my first full-length play, uh, and it's gone through a couple of revisions at this point. Um, but the reason this play came about is very intriguing, uh, and I think uh, I think maybe you folks will, will uh, find it interesting. So I have a friend who is a novelist. She writes uh, mostly romance comedy type of books um but she is a fellow actor and she approached me late last year to say hey my next book is going to be about somebody working in the theater world and uh they're going to be rehearsing a play throughout the book would you be interested in providing me some material in the form of a play or some short plays uh, that they can be rehearsing for. And I said, sure, why not? So as I got thinking more and more about it, after I sent her these you know, five or six plays, I thought maybe I could just write a full-length play and that would be a better through story for her. And she's like, yeah, that would be really nice. So 
uh, I sat down and started writing my first full-length play, and I finished it, I don't know, probably two months later, uh, the first draft anyway. Um, but her book is all about this character who is uh, works in the theater world but is not an actor and ends up turning into an actor and playing uh, opposite um, this heartthrob Broadway star. And, uh, and so I wrote a play uh, that they are rehearsing uh, and they mentioned me by name. She mentions me by name in the book, which is really trippy. Oh, that's fun. Uh, and uh, so my play is uh, all about a gentleman who has been released from prison after 18 years uh, and is trying to find his way in the world again. Uh, and so it's a little bit different than Mummy and Me. <laughs> no, in that a, sense. a story all this time. <laughs> Mummy and Me, prison release. And uh, so it, it does have a lot of funny stuff in it because that's just that's who I am. There's got to be comedy in everything. Uh, but there it's you know it's got some pretty serious stuff in there too and uh it's just been a really exciting project and she's finished the first draft of the book and i've read the whole thing and it's so good uh and theater people i hope will really like it because not only is it a book about theater people they're rehearsing a play in there written by another theater person so yeah that's awesome that's really cool that's really cool and and do you have plans for this play beyond the book that deals with the play (laughs) i am hoping that i can find somebody to stage this yes uh i think it's i mean i'm biased obviously uh but i think it's i think it's a neat piece and um i i really want to see it on its feet so well i hope you get to there's a really good theater community in maine I, I can attest to that. There sure is. If uh, the folks at home wanted to hear a little bit more about you, see more of your work online, or just is there a website that they could visit, social media, anything? We'll put all of this up on our website as well, but where, where, where should they look? Yeah, so I've got a website. It's randyhunt.info. Uh, and I've got a list of everything that I've done theater related. Uh, I do have a few videos out there of some of my plays, uh, including the original Mummy and Me. Um, oh great oh we which, should link to that that's so fun which uh, we will definitely which link to had that. me in it uh, <laughs> and um I, i've got everything out there everything is out there i, I don't have the the plays themselves the scripts themselves out there that's fine put them um, up in play exchange and we'll link I'm, to that i'm starting to put them out there uh i've got one of my plays out there right now so if you uh have any uh time on your hands in the middle of this pandemic folks listening at home and you do uh you can head to our website to hear more about randy's work uh and his website is uh www.randyhunt.info and you can find information about him and about his video recording of mummy and me and um what else did we mention today new play exchange will be up there there will probably <laughs> be like a few duck restaurant shout outs all, for duck all of the things that i think of after we are done with this i'll, I'll see 100 percent all of our food, Portland food recommendations will be up at our website, which is www.chargingmoosemedia.com slash at the table podcast. You Did nailed I do it. it, Rachel Flynn. That's like three, three uh, episodes in a row. I believe so strongly that if we pulled people, this would be their least favorite bit um, on our show. But it's not a bit so much as I don't remember our website. 
ever. I, I want you to know that in when we originally launched this show, you once started with www.podcast. <laughs> I just assumed I assumed if we were going big, we got the cool one. I don't know. What do you want from me? Um, Randy, I can't thank you enough for being here today. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for letting us play with your beautiful, sweet, lovely, joyful show. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Um, thanks, everyone. Be well. Bye. You've been listening to At the Table, a play reading series produced by Charging Moose Media. For more information on our playwright, Randy Hunt, visit our website at chargingmoosemedia.com slash podcast. Link is also in the show notes. We are hosted by Rachel Flynn and Ned Donovan. Our artistic director and senior producer is Rachel Flynn. Editor is Ned Donovan. Associate producer is Megan Bagala. Music by Marcus Thorne Bagala. Special thanks to our playwright, Randy Hunt. You can find us on social media at At The Table Plays. Please connect with us.